So let's actually break it down because there's a couple of factors that you need to consider. Most people, when they're buying a vehicle or even caring about a vehicle, all they're looking at is that monthly payment. Can I afford that monthly payment? Okay, yeah, that's one thing you want to look at. But no, you want to look at the overall cost of the vehicle. Regardless if you can afford that $300 payment, if you're paying, let's just pretend, 14% interest, how much of that $300 payment are you making that's going to the bank's pockets? So here's the real mystery. How do regular folks like you and me, who have families and real lives, who have careers and regular nine to fives, really fare in the personal finance game? Why are some hugely successful while others fail miserably time and time again? Those are the glaring questions, and this podcast will give you the answers. This is Empower You Financial with Eva Palacios. All right, and welcome to another episode of Empower You Financial with Evil Palacios. My name is Charles McGill. I'm your host. So excited to be talking to you guys today. But before we get started, I got to make sure the credit boss, aka credit coach, is in the building. Ms. Evil Palacios, you in the house? Yes, what's up? Hey, how you doing? I'm doing good. I'm looking a little bit different with my new headphones. Yeah, that's right. For those who are going to watch this on YouTube. (laughs) I don't know how I feel about them. I feel like I got to be in a music studio or something. Yeah, it does look like you kind of going to do a commercial <laughs> or something like that for some headsets, <laughs> headphones or something. Well, um, my son had to go, um, my youngest, Mateo, had to go to school to do their testing. They got testing all this week and mm-hmm. apparently they needed headphones. So, yeah. of course, I gave him my headphones and then I'm like, oh, shoot, we got to shoot a podcast. I need That's headphones. Right. Yeah. So then I had to borrow hubbies. So. Well, hey, they look, they look good. Uh, I would say, you know, for those of you. <laughs> who may see this clip um go ahead and let even know how you feel about her headphones <laughs> thumbs up <laughs> thumbs down what are we doing <laughs> uh but yeah so um yeah i would say uh man you know just recently though um celebrated your your son's uh 20th birthday your oldest son right yes that was crazy yo that was that party, crazy i have to say i know i came mad late <laughs> i uh, know charles everybody was <laughs> for you like you know how many connections like i had people waiting for you and then like you came and they were gone <laughs> yeah i'm sorry i didn't know about all that <laughs> but you know me and my wife we you know it's just it was it was a rough saturday we we were vegging out and then you know it was just taking a while to get off the couch and things get things going but yeah um, yeah i know I i'm sorry because was... <laughs> <laughs> the other thing though too is like you guys two things so like one was Saturday is my is my wife's day to kind of recoup from a week of you know running kids uh, yeah running lots a of them. lots of kids right so <laughs> I totally understand that and then for me you know we had that event where we volunteered um, yes. so the morning before and for me you know if I'm out doing social stuff for like four hours that's that's really draining for me so I know I oh my god but that. didn't we have such an amazing time it was a great time. It was, it was well, a great time. I really enjoyed it. Maybe not for you. It. I had. Oh, I had a great time. No, no. So I don't. I don't want to like you know have a misconception. I had a great time. I really did. I really enjoyed it. Um, and my wife was, you know, she was just like, wow, you know, that was that's really cool. And we had it was a good time, really good time, seriously. Right. Uh, but it's just learning that some me, Spanish. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, just what? <laughs> Hello and bye. I knew that already. 
<laughs> thank you you're welcome i knew that um yep. so but uh no you were speaking your that was good you you were are you know so i mean my zone in my zone I'm like, yeah. my people i was so glad go. that you were there to, to speak spanish because that was pretty much a I, know. Help. I can't believe how many latino last names there were and nobody spoke spanish but me <laughs> about to like school y'all real quick yeah that that is that's true <laughs> <laughs> too funny um yeah i mean but i actually i thought you know david had me fooled because he the first couple of lines i thought he knew spanish when he <laughs> you know he was, he was saying some stuff i was like okay it turns out you were the only one no like like for real for real <laughs> like not just the hi goodbye yeah. thank you for coming have a great day it was yeah. like oh you need this this and this this is where you go drive yeah. down there and do this yeah yeah and speaking of i mean I, it was it was an interesting time i, I don't want to get into that because it was definitely not only is it we had a great time um because yeah. one thing i really appreciated was uh just helping out all those families and then also you know, I was able to actually bring home some things to give to our, our parents, our, yes. so our, our families, you know, from our daycare, we were able to give some food for them too. So it was just a really great experience. I, I I'm, I'm um, grateful for the opportunity and hope that we can do it again. Oh, um, absolutely. Oh, you yeah. know, like this is just the beginning. Like, I think they were already like signing us up for like other stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's true. And they wanted you. Yeah. You're, you're going to probably end up speaking to different places as well. I know. <laughs> and see, and this is why, like, you just got to show up like you yes. just got to show up and you never know what opportunities could be waiting for you. But if you don't show up, you will never know. Exactly. And that that like like that little that little event, which wasn't really little. But to us, it was like our first Empower You event. There was what, like six, five or six of us, yeah. like just being there. I could already envision like crazy empower you family volunteer day event where we're handing out food. Maybe we got some jumpy houses. Maybe we got some barbecue going in a park to where we can make this a big thing and impact the community. Like that's what I saw that day. Yes. And I would love that. I think that's amazing. Um, It's needed, especially in our communities uh, around Stockton. Um, And speaking of uh, parties, I mean, going back to your son's party. Oh yeah. yeah, That was just a, (laughs) If y'all, I'm telling you, y'all. So Eva's backyard is, uh, it's already nice. It's, you know, and I didn't realize how big it was until you start right? putting a huge tent back right? there with all these tables. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, that was pretty fancy. You had a DJ and go ahead and tell everybody everything you had because it was pretty fancy. And and it is so crazy because, you know, I see my backyard as my backyard, but just like you said, not until you start putting things you know, you have these systems and things that you put in place. We had like a 20 by 40 foot, beautiful white tent with, you know, beautiful, fancy lights for the nighttime. We had round tables. We, I mean, we had seating for, I think like 70 yeah. and I didn't even know we could, and that was like on just one side of the yard. Like exactly. I didn't even know we could fit that much stuff. Yeah. yeah the photo booth. Photo yeah. booth, people were having DJ. a great time. The DJ, we had the taquisas. Oh my gosh, Which making us don't know what that is. Oh, oh yes, I'll say <laughs> okay, yes, yes. So we had tacos, yeah, but also quesadillas. Mm-hmm. Um, but they also had their specialty drink, which was called Michelaguas, which is kind of like a hybrid of a Michelada, but no beer. It's Miche with agua, which is agua fresca, which is like a fresh fruit drink. Mm -hmm. And it was horchata. It was um, watermelon and pineapple. 
Yeah. And you could add, you know, if you were grown over 21, you could add your, you know, extra shot of nice stuff or you can have <laughs> it as plain. And either way, it was delicious. It was yeah. delicious. Food was great. Everybody had a good time. The cake, Ooh. the cake, the cheesecakes, the cookies. Yes. All of it came out so beautiful. And it was hard to imagine that this was planned in like two weeks. <laughs> wow. You said cookies? I think I missed the cookies. You missed the cookies? You still have cookies? We had cuz oh, I got some. I won't, you I still won't. got okay. Yes, yeah. I will drop yeah. some off to you. Okay, after the, this. <laughs> these, these, yes. These these were specialty cookies because it was you know, my my son, you know, he loves shoes. You know, there's mm-hmm. a shoe game going on for y'all yes. who don't know. Yes. He loves shoes. So these cookies were two different designs of Jordans. Mm. So that was the whole theme. The theme was red, black with a tint of gold. So the shoes, one was black and white with red and one was red and black with a little bit of white. And yeah. they were so I'm like, people are talented. Yeah. And, and that like. Yes. Shout out to the tribe. Shout out to the tribe that just helped me put this together. Because for those who don't realize parties give me anxiety, like just <laughs> the whole inviting people. And then if they don't show and then what if not enough people show, then it's like you don't feel loved type thing. Mm-hmm. But then you have all this food and all this cake and all the music like it goes. There's a lot that goes on. And I'm like, I need a party planner for this because this gives me anxiety. Well, I have to just say, I mean, you you did it big because I, and I, and I could appreciate that. My wife also loves to throw pretty elaborate parties. So all of our son's birthday parties are uh, pretty. John C. definitely can throw some parties. Yes. There's people that are just talented like this. Yes. Me, I'm like, what? We need cake. We need need set of oh centerpieces. Mm -hmm. Like I'm like, okay, I have the tables, but they look so empty. Like what can we put on? And then my friends are like, we need centerpieces. And I'm like, we like, it's two days from now. Where am I going to get centerpieces? Your girl did a Costco run. We bought all kinds of flowers at Costco. Thank goodness. I saved some stuff. You know, those candles that you burn Mm -hmm. the jars when the candle's gone, I saved those jars. I've been saving them for like two years because I knew I might need them one One day. day. And guess what? (laughs) They became our centerpieces with beautiful flowers. It was awesome. Yeah, no, hats off to you. Uh, Shout out to Desmond. Super deserving. Really great kid. Um, So I'm so happy for him that, you know, he can celebrate in that way because it was it was nice. It really, it kind of reminded me of like a school prom or <laughs> like a school dance, like how elaborate it was. It was just like, it was a lot. And Not elaborate. I it, mean, I it guess. Was, yeah, it was. was. It? Yeah. I felt like there was a, there should have been a bouncer at the, at the door that's kind of letting people <laughs> in or not. Like that's, that's the kind of vibe it had. And, and also it made me think about, okay, it's going to be cool. One day we could do like an, an empower you event. Oh man. We actually have. You know what I mean? Like, have like I really band. set the bar high, didn't I? Yeah, we, we have enough room to have a band, like a live band there. We have enough room for like, oh, you do. know, like a, a mini stage, if you will. Like, there's, a, there's there's enough of all of that there. So, and and she has this really nice pool with the water and the waterfall and all that. Yeah. So, yeah, we might we might need to do something. Definitely, definitely going to be some summertime backyard boogie barbecues for the Lions Club. Let's go. That's for sure. That's Let's for go. sure. All yeah, right. We, we got a taste of it. And I'm like, you know what? I'm I'm liking this vibe. Like, yeah. And the only the little tiny, tiny little sucky part 
is it wasn't as hot as I hoped it to be. I would have wished there was more people in the swimming pool. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, the summer is coming in. Uh, usually uh, NorCal does not uh, disappoint when it comes to the heat. So that's right. I'm Especially sure you'll not get in the it. Valley. That's right. <laughs> All right. So let's get into our podcast. I'm sure people are like, okay, whatever about the. <laughs> yeah. They probably like, uh, man, I need to make it to one of those parties. Stop yes. teasing me right now. <laughs> yeah, for real. But hey, we, we will. We will. Especially if you guys are local or maybe yeah. if you're not, come come through. Um, yep. Yeah. So I'd um, fly places to be at a backyard barbecue like that especially if we had like a speaker and live music and all that oh Ooh. What? Ooh. yeah Ooh. Ooh. okay all right <laughs> all right okay all right so <laughs> moving along charles moving let's along. not give give away all the goods in the podcast <laughs> all right all right so um what i want to talk about today is something interesting um because uh you know you and i recently have been kind of re-going over our well, my uh, game plan, and I have, I have a game plan for my wife. We have a game plan for my wife and a game plan for me. We recently yes. been visiting that because uh, it's been some time. And so one thing that I, that you said that um, kind of just I want to talk about a little bit today because we hadn't thought about it too much until yep. you actually brought it up, which was um, refinancing our van. And so, yes. yeah, and so this is and the reason why I'm, I'm saying this is because, you know, I don't know. If, uh, if I'm the only one, I don't think I am, but I know a lot of people probably don't um, think too often about refinancing um, their vehicles. Like once you get into them. Um, yeah. Like, Cause most people don't even know you can. Yeah. So most we people just you know, think you can refinance a house, but no, you can refinance anything that's a loan really. Yeah. Well, exactly. Well, see, yeah, we definitely <laughs> didn't think about it. We were just like happy to get into it. First of all, we first got it. Right. So that's like, just thank like, you, you know, Jesus. I'm approved you. for a car loan. There it is. And you just, you know, do your best to make the payments. And then until you get tired of the car and then you're like, how do I get rid of this car? Right. So it's like, it's the same, <laughs> it's the same cycle. Right. And so, uh, but with us, no, we really, really enjoy our van. We actually leased uh, a Sienna the first time. I think it's like 2016. And um, really enjoyed it, but it was the sport edition. So it wasn't quite as like comfortable and it had like, I don't know, just like not as many um, features that we wanted in terms of like luxury features. So around 2019, I think it was, we went to go um, purchase a new one and we decided to purchase it instead of leasing it. um, I think for two reasons, I think maybe, I don't know if our credit would allow us at that time to lease it again, but also we just felt like it was a vehicle we're going to have for some time. And we remember that the Sienna in particular was a vehicle that um, uh, depreciates at a slower rate than other vehicles. Right. So uh, exactly. So for example, when, after, (laughs) after we were doing our first lease, the money we owed, um, actually we were able to, uh, if we were to sell the vehicle, if we were to sell the vehicle at that point, uh, we would have uh, came out on top. Like we would actually had positive equity because yeah. um, of what we, uh, what the vehicle we, what, would, what we owed versus what uh, we could sell it for. Right. And so we were actually able to use that um, leverage as a down um, when we were financing the, the new one, the 2020. Wow. Yeah. That's actually, that's actually impressive because a lot of dealerships, when you have lease options, they don't want to see you win. So they're yeah. trying to like give you a credit to the next vehicle. Well, it's because we were trying to get the next vehicle from them. 
That's the point. That, yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. So, so they, they were like, know, we wanted, need to keep his business. So how right. can we do it? How can we do <laughs> we'll it? give so, him a little bit of money off of this vehicle. <laughs> there was some room right there. So I was like, yeah, go ahead and give me that. Yeah. And so, um, so that, so then, but then, so we decided to finance and, um, you know, our rate is not necessarily, you know, it's not one of those high crazy rates, but it's not the best rate either. Right. And I remember you had mentioned, you know, that that was something that we could do. Like once we do some other tech, some other things off the box, you'd want us to refinance. And so I wanted to talk a little bit more about number one, like why you suggest that. Cause I, I hear you talk about that, you know, to not just me, just a couple other clients. And maybe you could tell us some stories about um, like why you suggest that, you know, how it's important, why it's important. And also, you know, what are the benefits and um, you know, some scenarios that people can kind of see themselves in. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, and then also I wanted you also to talk about, um, how we could, you know, ultimately win in that, right? And there's because you you mentioned that there's different levels when it comes to that. Yes, like, there's levels different levels of winning. I mean, yeah. So let's 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 talk about that. So first, you know, tell us about the whole refining the car. Like, what? Why do people need to do that? Absolutely. Well, first and foremost, refinancing an auto loan. Know that you can do it. Like you can do it. You just got to find the right lender. And when I mean the right lender is when you're shopping for lenders and you can do this very easy. Like I tell my clients this, go online and search for credit unions near you or banks that are near you. And and let's deal with locally. But the first recommendation is who has your auto loan right now and ask them if they're able to refinance it. Because if they offer to refinance the vehicle, guess what? They already know the details. They know how much you owe. They know make and model. They know what your interest rate is. They know what your payment is. They know whether or not you've been making your payments on time. So also know that credit scores that are higher are going to give you a better interest rate. So yes, you want to be in the position of 700 plus to get the best interest rate that's out there. Number one. Number two, If you're dealing with your own financial institution, the lender that has your vehicle now, they are, it's going to be way easier for them to refinance the existing loan because they already have all of your details. The question is, is do they offer a lower interest rate than what you're currently paying? See guys, at the end of the day, the interest that you're paying to the banks, this is money they're making off of you. So in order for you to win, you need to pay as little of interest as possible, as low as possible to get there. Yes, you got to have high credit scores. But if you have those high credit scores, you can probably walk out with like a today, you know, right now, what are we in May 2021? Today, you can probably walk out with like a 2.25% interest rate. Mm, Wow. With a 700 plus score. Hmm. Okay. And so that's huge. It, it is huge. And cause I think about like interest rates, because I think, I think some people, and, and I'll just, okay, I'll speak for myself. I remember, you know, growing up and getting into car. I've had a lot of cars in my life. It took too many to count, but I remember <laughs> it really was just about like, you know, just being able to get into the car, right? right. As long as I could get into the car, as long as I can get approved. And I can afford the payment. I can afford the payment. That's pretty much as far as it went. I didn't care about the interest rate. But so, so, so tell us again, like why we should care. Cause I remember there were times where I would like go to like capital one and get a pre-qualification letter. Right. And it yes. would say you're approved for $30,000 and 
uh, it was like at a, a 18% rate or something or, or 15% rate or something crazy or, um, you know, and I didn't even really know. I was just like, oh, that, that doesn't sound right. But, you know, in certain situations, um, you know, it might've worked out or, or actually would have went for it. I think I'd actually, I actually, I think I, I recall actually one car I did get, I was like, you know, the interest rate is high, but, but the total amount of the loan was lower than what I initially budgeted for. Like I wanted to get like a $15,000 loan and they approved it, but the rate was really high. I don't know if it was that high as like 15, 18%, but it was high. Yeah. And I remember like, I wouldn't got a car for like 8,000 or something like that. And I thought for me, you know, I, I kind of won on that one, but the interest rate was still crazy. So the bank was still, according winning. to you, still winning, still, yeah. still eating off of me. So, so, so <laughs> talk to us a little bit about like the difference that makes in terms of the rate, because like, and put it, if you can make it practical for people, maybe you have a story about a client, but like, let's say you went from like a, you know, a uh, 8% or a 10% interest rate on a vehicle or your, on your note to a 2%, like what does that really mean in terms of actual dollars? Absolutely. So, so let's actually break it down because there's a couple of factors that you need to consider. Most people, when they're buying a vehicle or even caring about a vehicle, all they're looking at is that monthly payment. Can I afford that monthly payment? Okay. Yeah. That's one thing you want to look at, but no, you want to look at the overall cost of the vehicle. Regardless if you can afford that $300 payment, if you're paying, let's just pretend 14% interest, how much of that $300 payment are you making that's going to the bank's pockets Mm. versus going to the actual loan to bring down that balance every single month? As a matter of fact, one of our, one of our lions in our coaching program, you know, we're doing like, we're doing all kinds of stuff. One of the items is let's see if we can refinance your vehicle to get a cheaper rate. She got a 6% rate, a 6.99. That's not horrible. Could it be better? Absolutely. So I told her the same thing. Call your lender to begin with, see what they offer to do. Well, they don't refinance vehicles. So there goes that option out the door. Okay, who else do you bank with? In a previous podcast, we talked about why we've got seven banks and five of them are credit unions for this reason so that you can shop around to see what their rates are. So I'm like, who else do you bank with? Whoever else you bank with, whether it's a credit union, whether it's a bank, let's call them. Actually, I said, don't call them. Go onto their website. Go onto their website, pull up auto loan rates, and see what are the rates that they offer. They're going to give you what their lowest interest rate is and their highest rate. The lowest rate, generally 700 plus scores. So I believe one of the lenders, you know, she put on there or one of the lenders, she told me their interest rate was at a 2.75. I'm like, that's huge. Let's do the math and let's pretend this refi, you know, happens. What is that going to do for her? Well, she wants to not only save money on interest, she also wants to make sure she is still aggressively paying down that vehicle. Most people are afraid to refinance the vehicle because they're thinking, oh, well, they're just going to stretch out my loan and I don't want to have more car payments across more time. Mm -hmm. So here's my mindset on that because this was her mindset. I've got five years left on this car. They want to refinance it and give me eight years. 
I said, okay, in order to get that 2.75% rate, we're stretching it out. Listen to what I'm saying, guys. The bank is wanting her to take out eight years on a loan to get the lowest rate possible. If she makes payments for eight years, they will win. Just because you sign a loan for eight years doesn't mean you got to pay it for eight years. So I told her, I said, look, we're going to go eight years to get that low interest rate, but you're going to keep your payments as you would if you had the old loan Mm -hmm. so that you can still pay it off in five years. But because her interest rate is so low, if she keeps her payments the same, she would pay it off in four years. And not only that, she would be saving close to $5,000 doing it. Wow. $5,000? $5,000. It was like $4,980-something, but $5,000 just by changing the terms. But having the right financial coach to tell her, look, you can already afford the car payments. That's not an issue. We're going to win by getting the lowest interest rate possible. Keep your payments the same. Now you're fast forwarding time and paying it off in four years instead of the five at the higher rate and saving about $5,000 doing so. See, that's incredible because I think, once again, I don't think a lot of people think about those types of savings, right? We, we, no. we budget out. We say, okay, we're going to spend this amount of money per month, you know, $400 for this car payment, whatever. Yep. And we just say, this is what it is. It's just going to be this way for the next five, six years. It is what it is. But you're saying, no, there's actually a way that we can, you know, not pay this much or pay this thing off sooner so that that $400 that you were paying every month, instead of it being, you know, uh, obligated to this vehicle for five years or six years, we cut it shorter. Um, I love that. I love that. And then that money can be used for other things. Now, check this out. At the end of the day, here's. I always do this. If we refinancing a vehicle, we are going for the longest term possible. Eight years. People are like, you're crazy, Eva. I'm like, no, you got to be smart. Why? Another thing to, to consider is when you do stretch out the life of that loan on paper, debt to income ratios look better. What this means is right now her payment is $600. She's paying $700. Her minimum payment on her credit report is $600. Yeah. When we refinance that car, that payment is going to go down to $400. Yeah. So now debt to income ratio wise lenders looking at her credit, they're looking at, oh, snap, she makes this, but only pays this. She's got a lot of money to work with. So if she wants to go out and buy real estate, she doesn't look like she has all this high debt ratios. Yeah. Yeah. That's another reason why you want to refi. Absolutely. At a longer term to yeah. look attractive on paper. Yeah. And that LTV, that, uh, not, is that it? No. Not LTV. Debt, debt to, income. to income ratio is income minus yeah. monthly debt payments that are appearing DTI. on your credit report. I was trying DTI. to get the I was trying yep. to, you know, I, I, I failed on that one. Anyway, um, <laughs> That's okay. But loan to value is also important because... If you don't buy that vehicle smart in the beginning, meaning 
if you're not negotiating price tags, if you're not, you know, if the numbers aren't working in the beginning, it may be difficult for you to refinance later because of LTV, mm-hmm. loan to value. Yeah. See, if your interest is so high, your loan is going to barely come down. Mm. Well, as time progresses, the values of vehicles drop. Yeah. Unless you get certain makes and models yep. that retain value like your Sienna situation, yep. there are vehicles that retain their value. Yeah. But majority of them, their value drops. And if you owe more than what the value is, or sometimes if you owe the same as what it's worth, a lot of banks won't refinance you because you're considered a risk. Yeah. But something that I've learned with this particular lion situation, she has a lender that will lend 120% loan to value. Uh That means you could be upside down and they will still finance it. Wow. But chances are you're not going to get the best interest rate. Why? Because of the risk. The risk. Yeah. And so let me just uh, bring that back for some of us who aren't familiar with some of the terms. So upside down, um, in car language, yes. um, <laughs> means that, you know, you, uh, owe more money than the car is worth. Yep. And LTV or loan to value is, uh, what the loan amount is versus what the value of the, the asset is, or that the thing is Correct. the car or the house, but we're talking about cars. And so Eva's saying basically that, you know, I didn't even think, I just, I threw that out there cause I was trying to be fancy, but it, it, um, <laughs> But you you got you got me you you recovered it for me and I appreciate that uh, but I didn't really uh, even know that loan to value was something that we had to consider as well when it comes yeah. to cars I was thinking like okay so we got you know we want to be uh, thinking about interest rate why number one I'm just going to try to recap this because we don't want to be giving the banks more money than we should right that's right they're making profit let's try to make them as little profit as possible because they're going to win anyway but they might as well not be, you know, winning at a higher rate if they don't have to, right? If I can give you 500 instead of 600, I'm going to give you 500 for the same exact thing. Makes more sense. Yeah. Um, so I get that. And then we also have to be considering the fact that the the lesser the loan amount on the credit report um, or the, the amount that we're obligated to pay on the credit report is good for us when it comes to our debt to income ratio, especially as we apply for other things like houses and things that look at that as a measure to approve you or not. Right. Uh, and the last thing is, is to be thinking about the type of vehicle that we're uh, purchasing um, and it's loan to value or how it, how it uh, depreciates. If it's a car that depreciates really fast, or if, if, a, if it's a car that quote unquote holds its value uh, over time. Um, yep. So there's certain cars that do that a little bit better than others. Um, and so that's something also to be considering as we are making these purchases. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Did I get all that? You nailed it. You nailed it. That was great. Yes. Hey, quick break here. 
Sorry to interrupt the podcast. We'll get you right back to it. We just want to spend a few seconds to talk about the Empower You Financial Group on Facebook. This is Eva's private Facebook group where she gives free tips, tricks, and strategies to improve your financial situation. Join the over 1,000 plus member community and see the success stories of people just like you who want to live life on their own terms. Come laugh with us, tell your story, and share your victories. Just search Empower You Financial in Facebook and join our free private group. Oh, and be sure to invite a friend. Cool, cool. All right. So one other question that I had, though, about that is because, see, I know about you and and there's different levels to all this stuff, right? So we got the bare minimum. We know we want to get the lowest interest rate possible that we can, right? But for what I know about you is that you try to make sure that the banks ain't getting nothing if you can help it. So talk to me about uh, a situation (laughs) where, because I know you've mentioned it before, uh, you know, 0%, you know, you, 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 you've you been able to get your vehicles. I don't know if you, was it your, your last one or all of them or what was it? No, all of them, but all of them, but my infinity. Okay. So all of them, but your infinity, you were able to get at 0%. Yep. So walk us through, if you don't mind, how in the world you were able to do that. Uh, because I'm sure a lot of people be interested in, in understanding that. Yes. And then also you said there's another level when it comes to this whole car game, which I'm still like curious about hearing. <laughs> so Go ahead. Pull me 0%. Definitely, definitely. You know, and you probably will see commercials that says, you know, 0% financing. Of course, credit scores got to qualify. When you see those commercials or really anybody, any, you know, dealerships, auto dealerships promoting 0% financing, you really got to weigh what that means. Because when you really think about it, a bank isn't really trying to give you money for free. Yeah. unless they got an agenda. Okay. Because I'm glad you said that because <laughs> there's something about those zero percent. It never makes it like, hold on. So you want me to, so I'm thinking like, so, oh, you must be getting all your profit from the cost of the car. If you're not yes. getting, if you're not getting profit from the loan, then it must be the cost of the car. Okay. Absolutely. Because think about it as a dealership. If I owned a dealership, I'm making money on the price tag of that vehicle. If somebody can't pay me cash for that vehicle, somebody has to finance it. When somebody has to finance it, the financer, the lender who is letting you borrow the money, they're now making money because of interest. So at the end of the day, the 0% promotional offers that you see on these cars, a lot of them come with guidelines like you got to this 0% only qualifies for this make model year with all these fancy bells and whistles. Now, at the end of the day, if that's what you want, you could win. At the end of the, my day, I don't ever buy a car brand new. We are finding something that has some type of low miles and negotiating the heck out of that price tag. Because again, you need to think ahead. Number one, negotiating the price tag on vehicles, that should be your first priority. Once that bottom dollar is your magical number, then we can talk about, okay, how are we going to pay for this vehicle? Am I going to pay cash? Am I going to borrow money? How am I going to do it? When we buy our vehicles, and I've said this, you know, somewhere way back when, we go in with a pre-approval letter. So we never finance vehicles with the dealership banks. 
what are they going to do? They're going to run your, your credit 80 billion times. We don't need that. Hmm. We shop before. How do we so, shop? So just, uh, just so we're clear, we're clear. You're saying pre-approval, meaning that you went straight to uh, my own, your credit, own credit union, union or Bank of America, or, sorry, Bank of <laughs> National <laughs> Bank or whatever. Yep. To get a pre-approval and they'll give you a, because I've gotten one of these before, they'll say, you know, so-and-so is approved for this loan amount. Yep. And basically it's kind of like, you know, kind of like a check almost to say like, hey, I can go and get this vehicle as long as it doesn't exceed this amount um, that's yes. written down. Okay. Well, and, and that's my little life hack is we can get pre-approved for a $50,000 vehicle. I'm not showing up with a $50,000 pre-approval letter because guess what? Dealership sees that and they're like, oh, well, you can clearly afford it. Yeah, let me let me give you the car for $49,999. <laughs> right? So no, I tell my financial institution, put the pre-approval letter at X amount of dollars. 25,000 because I ain't spending no more than that when we are shopping for this vehicle. Mm. So I am having them customize the deal for me. Oh, and, and also, uh, so speaking of, because you already know that amount and you know the, the terms, you already know what your payment's going to be. Exactly. Oh. I already know my payment. I already know my interest rate. I literally show up with the letter after we done negotiated the car. And let's just pretend the letter's for $25,000 and they're like, well, no, we want $28,000. I'm like, well, I got this letter. Either you sell it to me for twenty five, dollars or I'm walking. There so it then it's their risk. It's their risk. Either we give it to her or she's going to go buy a car someplace else because clearly I'm approved. Mm. So now like the ball that. is in my court. Yeah. I got the, the, the winning hand. Yes. So the leverage is all yours. I love that play. That's, Absolutely. That's so you're saying, so the swag is way different then. So it's like totally different. It's not like we, we not we not actually negotiating price. We're not we're not, we're, not, we're not negotiating that. I know what that is already. Yep. The only decision that has to be made right now is do you want to sell it to me for that? Yes. But but, I, but let's also be realistic. Like, you know, I can't be negotiating a Bentley for 25k. <laughs> oh yeah. Like yeah, let's absolutely. be realistic. I would have already done my homework. Mm -hmm. I would have done my homework on what type of car I was I wanted to buy or what I desired to have and I'm like okay, if this car, you know, I see that it's generally listed for about 30k, I'm going to try to negotiate for 25. And we're going to get a pre-approval saying that. And if they want to sell me a car, great. If not, I'll go someplace else. Yeah. Like for me, it's about winning. Yeah. And if I can win on all of my terms, that's how we're going to play. And that's a strong hand too, because it's not like, you know, for the, the dealership, the decision's really easy because if they've got a pre-approval, they know they're going to get paid. Yeah. It's just, do we want to sell it at this cost? Which usually means... With there, because on the back end, because I used to work at a car dealership for like two months back in my twenties. <laughs> but usually, there's a built-in profit for every car, right? So they yes. have they have a you know basically your sales manager or whoever has like this uh, big giant um, spreadsheet, if you will, of all the vehicles and then what it costs them to acquire the vehicle, right? So yep. let's say you know they got this car you're trying to get, and it costs them you know maybe fifteen grand to acquire the car, but yep. they're selling it for thirty, right? Just because. Of they can right, yeah. and they're just hoping. Well, they that hope you don't know. They hope you in. don't know. Yeah, exactly, right. So in that case, this is kind of extreme. But you know, if you come in there with twenty five, they're taking a five 
$5,000 haircut, but still they're, they're getting, making they're 10. So that's probably a good deal. Right. But, yep. but if you do your research, which I know you do, and there, there's some people who will say, no, no, no. I know that more than likely you got this at a wholesale uh, spot. You're probably only paid around 15. You got it marked up like crazy. So I'm going to yep. offer you, uh, you know, 18 or 20, you know, so you get some profit because you, they're not going to sell it to you at cost, but right. if you give them a little bit of profit, but still enough to where you're like, you're definitely still winning that everybody wins. Yeah. Um, that's pretty cool. I like yeah. that. Yeah. So, so that's just, you know, negotiating deals coming in with your pre-approval from a financial institution that you already, you know, have gone through the application process with next level. Next level is to be in a financial position to where, and this is how I've bought my automobiles at 0% interest, being in a financial position to where credit scores are amazing. You have credit card limits so high that you could buy a vehicle with the credit card. Mm. Now, I haven't been to a dealership where I can actually swipe my credit card. If you know anybody, please let me know because then I can earn rewards on that swipe. But in this case, I use what's called a balance transfer check. Hmm. You know, sometimes your credit card companies send you these checks in the mail that is like, if you use this check to pay off an existing debt, we will honor this for 0% interest. Hmm. And sometimes they'll give you 0% interest for a year or two years. And now you're thinking, Eva, there is no way I'm going to pay this car off in one to two years. Well, if your credit is good, you could get 0% interest for one to two years, writing them that check. Right before that thing's going to expire, you go and you transfer it to another credit card at 0% interest. For Hold another on. one to two years. Okay, so just to be clear, so because I remember, when I, I remember when I had Discover Card a long time ago, and I remember getting those uh, balance transfer. Uh, I never used to do anything with them. I didn't. I didn't even understand that they were there were plays I could make with that. I didn't Man. understand. And so um, you're telling me because I think in my mind I'm thinking to myself, how in the world can I get a car? Isn't there some type of like qualifier? Like does it have to be like <laughs> you know like an actual credit card or you know something that I have? You know what I mean? Like. Won't, won't they know that I'm trying to buy a car with this? Or like, you know, wh- what do you say to that? You make the check payable to whoever your little heart desires. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Yes, but <laughs> this is key because some credit card companies will send you them checks, mm-hmm. but they not 0% interest checks. <laughs> They're cash advance checks, Ooh. which then they charge you like 20 some odd percent interest. Okay. So you need to make sure you read the details, guys. If you're getting 0% balance transfer checks, you can write that check out to whoever your little heart desires, and they will give you 0% interest for however many months. Uh, wow. Yeah. So that's how we buy cars at so once, 0% interest. Once again, I want to make sure that folks get it. Cause I remember like, you know, and I'm, once again, I'm, I'm going to speak for, for myself. When I, when I was not where I am now, when I'd hear 0%, or, you know, you could do this and you could do that for 0%. I would, I remember just thinking like, ah, I don't, what's the big they deal? Like it, it doesn't, it like, doesn't no, even, they, they or that real. doesn't really matter. Or like, it doesn't like, how much money is that really? Like, I don't, so, so I want to, if you can, like, once again, put this in perspective for people. So, you know, 
you, let's say you didn't, you, you bought your last vehicle. Let's say you didn't do the transfer. Yeah. Like, let's talk about it. Let's yeah, talk we, about my infinity. Yeah, Cause yeah, in okay. my infinity, we didn't do that. Now here's okay. So let, let's back it up a little bit mm-hmm. because we are not just going to, you know, balance transfer checks and guess what guys, you know, tip number one, you're putting the debt on a credit card, which 0% fabulous banks, not making money off of you. But one thing to consider is depending upon what that balance is versus your limit. Yeah. If you get close to your limit, it's going to drop down your credit score. Mm -hmm. So this is where sometimes I tell my clients, sometimes financial goals don't align with the credit goals. This is a perfect example. Financially, we're going to save you a boatload of money and interest, but your credit score might take a hit because you maxed out that credit card. So the reason we didn't do this with this vehicle is because we knew we were going to buy another house. Mm. So we, again, this is why you need the game plan because you don't want to do one thing and it prevent you from doing something major. Mm. So the reason we took out the car loan is because we knew we were going to buy the house. And if we're in order to buy the house, we need to have 800 scores. We didn't want to max out a credit card because we didn't want our scores to drop. That'll then not give us the opportunity to buy that house. See, this is, so this is why this is see. (laughs) Right. It goes, we gotta, you gotta keep digging. Like it goes deep. I don't think a lot of people thinking about all this. No, like, you know, it's just just trying to get a car at this affordable payment. You're not even thinking ahead of what this could do if you don't do it right the first time. But here's the other part of this though. Here's the thing. See, this is what, what, what's interesting about this is that you could go ahead and get the vehicle, right? Let's say, let's say you get the vehicle. You're not thinking about it. You get the vehicle, you need it, you get it. Yeah. Then, you know, six months later, you're excited. But then six months later, you're like, oh, I want to buy a house. And then you're not able to. But see, the thing is, most people that I know, like me, we wouldn't understand why. We'd be like, well, what happened? I have this credit. I have this. Yeah. Like, what's the problem? And they're like, oh, well, actually, you know, you just bought this vehicle, this and that. Because I always heard, like, like, oh, you you shouldn't have bought this vehicle. They're like, why would I buy Like, but now I needed a car to get to work. What do you mean? I I can't have a vehicle. (laughs) Exactly. But now that you're breaking it down and you're saying, oh, these are how all these things are connected. Now it's making sense. Like, okay, hold on. Let me pause. Okay. Yeah. I do need a vehicle, but what are my plans a year from now? What are my plans six months from now? And how will this purchase impact all those things? Or how will this impact my credit if I do X, Y, Z? So this is what I'm talking about. Like, this is another level of um, you know, financial uh, literacy. Yeah, we don't really these are, know about. The other guys ain't telling you this. Mm-hmm. They're not telling you these things because they don't. They don't foresee. They. They're not. They're not. They. They. They don't do what I do. But okay. So going back, we we took out a car loan. Two point two five percent interest on that car loan. Now that's a low rate, right? But every year. We were spending about $900 a year in interest. Mm. So 0% versus 2.25, not equals to, you know, based on the loan amount and all of that good stuff. For us, it equated to about $900 a year in interest. Yeah. So I can only imagine if it was like 6% or 8%, it'd be even that much more. Even more. Okay. Even more. Now, I'm still like, they're getting $900 of my money? What in the world? No. So 
we, you know, we, 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 we not only got the house, but we also knew, okay, let's leave the car loan. Like, you know, it wasn't a priority, you know, payments, low interest rate, but thank goodness we didn't do the balance transfer because then what market started to shift interest rates on the mortgage loan started to drop. Had we, you know, had you not known what I know, we would have done the balance transfer, 0% on a credit card, credit score would have dropped. But now it would have taken us off of the table to refinance the mortgage, which was a 4.75 to a 2.75. And that so, saved you all. And that saved us $400 a month in a mortgage payment plus almost $190,000 across time. Wow. So, okay. See, and that's the thing. So that went from that awareness of what to do when. Yep. And you leveraging and saying, okay, I'm going to, to uh, you know, take this $900 hit uh, extra per year that I really don't want. Yep. But I can, you know, leverage this opportunity and kind of where I am to save $190,000. Yep. <laughs> over time. Yep. And then you're going to end up because I know you end up paying off that car anyway. So you then, up- then I really got good and I sacrificed mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff and applied all extra money to that car loan and got it paid off in three years versus the eight. There it is. And the banks only made what nine times three, 2,700 bucks in interest on me versus a lot versus more. Because, yeah. A wow. Lot more. Yeah. Wow. See, see, so, okay. So once again, for those, for once again, for those who are listening, this is the kind of level of expertise and a level of detail that we're talking about when we talk about the credit game plan. So yes. once again, I'm not, I, I don't want to, you know, I know the last couple of podcasts, we've been really getting on y'all about getting this credit game plan. I'm not going to make this one of those podcasts. I just wanted to make sure that these are the of, things that we're talking about. Yeah. But I these are the masterminding of the numbers. I wanted people to be reminded of, you know, kind of like the the real like day-to-day practical things that we're talking about, because sometimes it can get a little pie in the sky. I understand that. Some people think like, oh yeah, just going to improve my credit. La, la. No, no, no. This is like, it goes very no, deep. It, it goes, goes very so, deep. So many layers. So many layers. Okay. So many layers. We got to get out of here, but one, there's one more layer. I know there's one more level to this. Um, because you said there was another level after the, the yes, this is yes. Okay, so if you could briefly touch that, and then we got to wrap this thing up. But wow, that's uh. So so now we've we've mastered how to buy vehicles at the price tag that we want to buy them at. Mm-hmm. We've mastered how to get the zero percent interest. Now, next level, we putting the next car under the business name. Under the business EIN, because when you are structured how we're structured, LLC or corporation, and you start building business credit, you can buy company vehicles. And because that loan is under the company name, it's not going to mess with your personal debt to income ratios, nothing with the personal credit score. Nobody even sees that as existing because it's under the company name. Whoa. And okay, that's okay. how we win because now it's a tax write-off as well. So now you're really winning. Nobody can see it and Uncle Sam paying you for it. 
Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta break that down. <laughs> we got to break that down because I, I don't know, you know, I don't know that people can really appreciate it right away. I'm once again I'm speaking. When I say people, I mean me. Um, so, <laughs> so, okay, so we got we're going to put in our business name, yeah, right, because that's a separate entity. So entity. the way the way we're winning on that is that it doesn't show up on, on my personal credit report. Correct. So that means it doesn't impact my debt to income ratio. So if I still want to buy a house, yep. so let's, let's say same scenario. And they're like, don't buy a vehicle. Don't do any of this because you're trying to buy a house. I could say, you know what? I will put this vehicle in my business name. So right. I can still buy that house. And that's get right. Okay. All right. So they're okay. So All that's, one. that's one. <laughs> and then number two, um, in terms of how it impacts my credit score, you know, having uh, another loan or whatever, that doesn't really matter too, because once again, it's somewhere else. So it doesn't, it doesn't stop me from any other plays I'm trying to make on my personal side. No hurdles. And it's building up my business side. Yeah. So building up that credit, right? Because yep. I have something on, I'm paying on it. But then you also mentioned the whole tax write-off thing. So briefly explain it, because we don't want to get too much into that. Cause you know, we got to say we're not tax advisors and legal nope. disclaimer and all that stuff. We don't, yeah, we're not, we're not tax people. But kind of just generally, uh, you know, speak to what does that mean when you say it's a tax write-off for my business? Like, why why do you need that? Why is that beneficial? Like, yeah, it is. I mean, if you've got a business and you got to drive to make business happen, you need a car, and that car should respectively be in the business name. Mm-hmm. So yeah, whether you're driving to go buy supplies or maybe you you maybe you need a nice big old truck to haul equipment for your business mm-hmm. maybe you need that 15 passenger van cuz you got a daycare maybe you yeah, need right maybe <laughs> you need you know a trailer to like haul stuff or maybe a box truck maybe a food truck all of that should be in your company's name and not in your personal name yeah and the reason why, and so it's because, so, so business, and I know this because I have two businesses now, businesses need expenses, yes. right? So you, you have your revenue, right? And then you have your expenses yep. and what you get taxed on is the profit, right? So yep. revenue, minus expenses, whatever, that's what you get taxed on. So the low, the lower that number is the least amount of, the lower the amount of taxes I'm paying. The yep. higher the number is and vice versa, right? So from a business perspective, what you're saying is, is that it's a write-off and it helps you because you need these type of things to lower your tax liability, if you will. Yep. Um, and so there's some plays there. Uh, and then there's also this oh, another level in terms of how even all that works, because now I'm learning it because I have my vehicle um, and I know that, you know, we can, you know, through over time, we can kind of, you know, show deductions and things like that. There's a whole bunch of stuff that, you know, I'm not, I don't know much about. But um, all I know uh, is I'm thinking of an Empower You bus. Hey, that's right. That's right. Empower You something. Yes. Right? Yes. Well, you know what? There, you know, so there's one thing that's it's on the list, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Right. Can I say what it is? Uh, I think because people can guess. No, 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 no. I mean, I, okay. Well, see, I don't know if we're thinking about the same thing because I'm thinking about uh, a conversation that, uh, that we have with uh, your husband and what's on the list in terms of the vehicle that, 
<laughs> the business vehicle. Oh, his vehicle. Yeah. Oh, his business vehicle. Because there are two of us in the business, so he gets uh, one and I get one. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. 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 So, I, okay, that's coming up. Okay, good. Okay, okay. That's pretty cool. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty happy about that. Um, okay, so. Not till later, later. Okay. But you'll, you'll know when it happens. Okay, all right. Yeah. Well, but that's yeah. the play. But that's the move. That is the move. That's the move. It. We 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 don't. It. Yeah. Ain't nothing going to be on our personal credit no more. It's all about the business credit. Hey. Okay. All right. Well, hey. All right, y'all. I hope y'all enjoyed that because that was a whole lot of game. Um, lot. That was a whole lot. Notes. I hope y'all stayed past uh, our starting off with the, with the party. <laughs> that was pretty long. Uh, but this this part was, um, I mean, I think all of it's good. But, um, you yeah. know, I, I really, um, really appreciate you sharing that with us because, you know, just making us think about different ways to look at our financing and um, and just not taking things for granted. Like, you know, so often we just kind of get into these contracts and loans and just, yes. you know, kind of just do what we do, but not understanding that there's ways to actually like, you know, be strategic and win. really win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And win. Okay. I don't know. That mean, is that going to be the name of the podcast? This podcast episode winning? What? I don't know. Yeah. Okay. How to win. How to win. How to win it all. We'll, we'll yes. figure it out. <laughs> All right. So Eva, why don't you leave us with, uh, you know, a, a last uh, golden nugget, if you will, um, around the whole car game? Because, um, man, yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know. It's, it's just so many right. layers. Like, but you can really win at this car game. Um, totally win. And I'm sure there's even more plays that we haven't talked about. But even this, these ones right here, in terms of just like, you know, your personal vehicle, yep. that's just super rich. So uh, once again, if you could... Uh, talk to the people once again, you know, why it's important for them to consider refining um, their car um, and, you know, and, and what, <laughs> what, what are the right uh, questions they should be asking themselves, I think, before they get, you know, into it, because, you know, they might just hit you up like, hey, I want to refi, but I'm sure there's some things that, you know, that they got to look at to really kind of make sure that even makes sense. So talk to us uh, about that. Yes, absolutely. So guys, if you are, thinking, or maybe you're not even thinking, you're like, oh my gosh, she, they planted the seed. If you are now thinking about refinancing an auto loan, number one, know that your credit score will determine your interest rate. So if you have a high rate right now, we need to make sure your credit score is decent, preferably 700 and above for you to get what's offered, which right now is like a 2.24. So know that your credit score determines your interest rate. Your payment, the lower the interest, the lower the monthly payment. Also know that the term of the loan, an eight-year-old loan will give you a lower monthly payment. Just because you have an eight-year loan, we are not going to take eight years buying this vehicle. Because then what will happen? The $30,000 vehicle that you bought will turn into a $40,000, $50,000 debt across time. So we stretch out the life of the loan, but we apply extra payments towards principal. Or if you get really good, you can follow the methods of doing the balance transfer check to get a 0% interest. So now you have peace of mind that the banks aren't going to be winning all of your money. So at the end of the day, yes, factors to consider interest rate, loan term over monthly payment. Too many people are falling in love with these cars. I got to get this car. I need this car. I love this car. You guys have to fall in love 
with knowing how much this car is going to cost you and making sure you are not paying more than what you have to be paying. So don't just look at the car payment, look at the overall purchase transaction so that you can be able to feel confident and drive away happy and love that car month after month, year after year, knowing you made a really good decision on it. And if you're not sure, you know who to call, get you a part of the credit game program because tons of people are winning. We're refinancing vehicles. People are buying new vehicles at 0% interest. It is nuts. But at the end of the day, it's a matter of beating the banks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, amazing. All right. All right, y'all. Thank you guys for listening and we'll see you on the next episode. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of Empower You Financial with Eva Palacios. One of the things that Eva enjoys most about being in personal finance is seeing people win. So if you are looking to improve your credit score because you are ready to make a major purchase, get better rates, or start living life on your own terms, visit Eva at evaempowers.com and schedule a consultation with her so you too can live life empowered.